23, your podcast all about making work, work. Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge that this podcast comes from Gadigal land, part of the Eora Nation, and we'd like to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to the podcast. I'm James Hancock and I am joined by... Rodney Brighton-Hall. Surprise! <laughs> yeah, Bet you weren't expecting that. That never comes through. We're never... It's, we're all here. Here we are. <laughs> it's quite predictable. It is quite predictable. I, I wanted to give people something else, but this is great. In an overwhelming <laughs> world, this is the one thing you can count on. I like that. That's Do you like nice. that? That's nice. That's a nice line. Um, the other thing you can count on is the format for this will remain the same as it does every um, time we record that's it. That's true. Which is good, I think. And it so, is. two hot topics and one piece of good news. Yes. Hot topic number one today is about basically the Canberra bubble. Yeah, very, very, very sobering. Yeah. The last couple of weeks, as you know, sitting in the same office yeah. as me, I've been quite obsessed by yeah. the concern for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a hard one to talk about, and we should kind of flag that too. It's a really hard one. Yeah. And we don't want to end up on the very, very, very long list of people who are being sued for defamation yeah. by various other people. Let's not be sued. I think that's a good way to be. I think it is, yeah. We're busy. (laughs) Great. We're busy. And part of how we've been busy over um, our existence is working in in the Canberra bubble um, to a pretty good degree, like an increasing degree. That's true. What is it like? And what's our experience there? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, Because there are... You know, it is the heart of our national public service. Yeah. And when you do meet someone who's in the public sector... In Canberra, and there's always that debate over whether it's sector or service. I, We've had I couldn't tell you. Yeah, <laughs> We've I, heard all the explanations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you meet the best of them, mm-hmm. it's exceptional. Like these yeah. are people who literally get out of bed in the morning for many, many years, decades, yeah. to make this country better, safer, more prosperous, um, totally, more caring. Like they really have an amazing purpose. So when you meet the best, it's it's really, really impressive. But it's also it's also got a strange element to it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. What's behind that, or what's the atmosphere like in Canberra? I guess. Well, I think it, it is people who've often well, two groups of people. Yeah. One is going, I want to go and help run the country. Yeah. Which most of us don't do. Like we don't wake up in the morning and go, I think I could run the country. You don't. So does that? No, I don't. <laughs> do I you? You could do it. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, my tolerance for fools would probably not last very long. Yeah, when yeah, moments happen. Yeah, go. when moments happen. But no, you're right. Yeah, we're like, like I'm out. Yeah, we're like that seems easy, but it's not. <laughs> no, sure. it'd be incredibly hard, and they yeah. spend many years getting influence. Anyway, we don't want to do that. But yeah. um, the other part of it is this: um, people who were born there, who went to uni there, whose parents went to uni there, and and we met so many people who were like. You know, I'm in this such and such department. My mother or father was in this department. My grandfather was in this department. We've yeah. all got medals from Australia or whatever it happens to be from mm-hmm. this department. It's a, it, it is very much a multi-generational thing where they stay there. Yeah. And then they're up against the people who arrive from Brisbane or Perth or Sydney or Melbourne or whatever yeah. and say, I, I think I could make a difference. So yeah, yeah. there's an aspirational piece to it, but there's also this... We understand the bubble because we've been here for generations. Yeah, yeah, and we control the bubble a bit is the way I see that. I have friends from uni, this is a while, a long time ago now, but that moved to Canberra and haven't left, and so that's a good 15 years. Wow. Uh, and, yeah, they sort of assimilate a bad word, but they sort of have to find a way to merge in, in their own way into the bubble, Yeah. Um, which is super interesting. I'm not sure they've, they've done it fully in 15 years, to be honest. Um, but, but it's really interesting to see. 
It, it is interesting. So that's the context in which this is happening. And, and it, as you rightly pointed out the other day, it's not that other cities don't have their bubble. They just have yeah, different they, bubbles. Yeah, that's so right. So we could talk about Sydney bubble, Melbourne, et cetera. Yeah. But Canberra has a very unique bubble in it, and you can feel it when you're working there. Yeah, you can. You can. You you're can. a visitor. You're a visitor. Um, everything. Yeah. Food, coffee, like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're a visitor. Oh, yeah. That's that was right. a really funny one. We, went, we were working down there. Um, doing one of the big independent reviews and it was it just um, we went to go to a cafe and it had really good coffee and you and I both like a good coffee so like, yeah. we're like oh that's a great coffee and that they looked at it as if you went to that cafe when I go to the cafe I saw is there a better cafe yeah we walked to this one so they walk a very long distance to a different cafe because mm. that's where the cool people in the bubble have coffee mm. but the coffee actually wasn't as good do you remember that? But the bubble was stronger, <laughs> and I think that that's stronger. important to point out. <laughs> and so they walked a great distance to get yeah. to a place where other people sat drinking not as good coffee, because that was the circle. And maybe we all do that in our city that we are most comfortable in. I don't know the answer to that. I strut down to the right cafe. It takes it's ten miles each way on the weekend, and that I go, would be based I'm on here. good coffee. <laughs> Coffee or a beach, or a nice walk. Yeah. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. right. So that's the atmosphere. What about? So you mentioned at the start there, Rhonda, like people suing each other, defamation, media, yeah, all around. Well, this, things, this is the yeah. intersection. So yeah. we've got we've got that context, and because we were in Canberra, yeah, working when all of this was happening, the respect yeah. at work in Parliament House review, yeah, Brittany Higgins case, etc., Bruce Lerman case, etc. And I don't say that it, with flippancy at all because it's no. very serious. Absolutely. Is it was you could feel it in the air. People were worried at the time. There was a heightened sense of emotion. Um, people had very strong views on it. They wanted to find out your views. Obviously, with the sort of work we do, we know that you know we have a saying: the truth mm. is patient, mm. and we do do that. Right, we we'll sort of wait for that to come through, and we know that you have to listen a lot before anything is really known you can have multiple perspectives of the same thing but this one is interesting because all of that's still true mm. and i don't have a view on on what too many other people already have views on that so let's yeah, leave that alone and hope the people who are involved don't get more traumatized but what was interesting is it's very hard to do work mm. about finding truth and being thoughtful on how to care people for people through that trauma-informed practices, as you know, um, if the emotion is dramatic yeah. and charged for a crowd, yeah, and and so when we saw the, you know, the chart, the marches and things like that, you go, wow, that's in the middle of that march. Whatever you think the um, march, women's march for justice, it was called time people loosely recall to it now to respect march but it's actually women's march for justice and people traveled from all over the country to go to that plus they had them in every capital city mm -hmm. what's interesting about it is you kept looking at this these women woman on stage and you thought wow she's just been through a very traumatic situation mm. and there's a crowd of ten thousand plus people cheering mm. and, and and you think wow that's almost counter to everything we know yeah. about care Absolutely. And understanding that in these situations, everybody's impacted. And yeah. what you're trying to do is find a respect for trauma-informed practice is that everyone that you're dealing with is part of it. It's a system. Mm. And that you need to find them by the framework to process what they're going through, but also a path back to wellness yeah. or to 
coping mechanisms, or whatever the right word for that is, and there's various frameworks mm-hmm. you can use. But you didn't see that. What you saw was this crowd yelling, and you're like, yeah, wow. It's a tricky one, isn't it? You were living in New York at the time, and I remember talking to you about it. I mean, I, I was really, I, you know, I talked about it for a long time, but it's, it, it, it was very much one of the situations where you go, you have to understand that the people who are involved in that situation have got, there's, there's trauma with victims, patients, mm-hmm. there's trauma with families, there's trauma with staff, colleagues, mm-hmm. and you've got to find your way to policies, procedures, practices, processes, all the, and I know they're not cool, Mm. But they're very important to how you prevent it in the future and they're very important to how you are thoughtful about the people who are currently in it. Yeah, I, and you just didn't see that. You, you saw a lot of rah, and I'm like, rah is an interesting reaction. So trauma-informed matters and different pattern perhaps to what's typical, although what's typical in lived experience, sure. Like we probably needed humanity before media is my reflection like it feels like we got media really quickly which yeah. is interesting yeah. and again in these scenarios isn't typical yeah it could be the bubble though because yeah political got, bubble is media driven so yeah and a venn diagram of bubbles too because you've got the justice system which moves very slowly yeah and sometimes painfully mm-hmm. um but but with very good intent mm-hmm. and then you've got the political bubble, which moves very quickly and every day is a news story in a cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you've got the humanity side or the human side of that. And then you've got a whole bunch of people, that's their workplace. Yeah, but yeah. There's so many intersections. You're like, wow, that's really hard. That's topic one. I don't know what else to say on that. Anything else? Without getting sued, no. Okay, great. <laughs> Done. Uh, no, com- no, no comment. It, it did put, at the time, yeah. an enormous amount of pressure on our work and we weren't part of this review we were yeah. part of a separate review right yeah. next to it yeah. it put enormous pressure on the people who are in that review and on ourselves and it, it, it yeah a lot of lost sleep and mm. you thought wow this heightened environment you've just got to find a path through that mm. to look after people care for them approach this with trauma-informed practice and and get through the other side and, and yeah trauma-informed practice is not a good segue However, <laughs> let's use let's informed. Let's, pra- let's use informed practice to talk about, and I've called it in-office performance reviews plus plus plus. But what it really is about is how people are going on hybrid work, what it means, what people have come out and said, what they've done, where they're at now. Because yeah. that's a hot topic, right, all around yeah. the world. Yeah. The one that's out there now is Google. Yes, I example. saw this. And. We funny. need to get back in person to do performance reviews, which we loved already. I know. And so that's a way to get me back. <laughs> I love performance reviews. I love the thing. process. Yeah. You think, I wish I could get to the office to do a performance review. Let's make sure an awkward, sometimes awkward, sometimes wonderful chat <laughs> is done in person. The awkward ones, I bet people are like, well, I know that we said in person, but let's do it at distance. Um, I'm making light of something that maybe isn't light, but... You know, Google is infamous in a way, as it always is, because it's so big. Yep. Came out and said, basically, remote work forever, and now they've done a big backflop. That's okay. Backflip, backflop. <laughs> it's a bit of both. It's probably more of a flop than a flip, because of the way it's been executed. A bit like a yeah, bit flop. awkward. Awkward. Yeah. I think we, we d- redesigned work yep. in chaotic conditions, didn't yeah. we? We sort yeah, of we went, um, at pace, there's a plague coming, everybody retreat to their homes. Yeah. And while you're there, let's redesign work. What works for you? Okay, fine. It works for me. Let's go. Yeah. And then suddenly we got left with all these practices. We're going, this doesn't really work. And we saw the productivity figures, disastrous. Yeah. But we also saw the mental health figures, also disastrous. Mm-hmm. And so family um, pressures, yeah. all of it. 
And so all of a sudden you've got all these things chaotically mixing in with the crazy redesign of work. Yep. And now we're saying we need to go back to whatever it was. But yep. that didn't work particularly well either. So it's just sort of, let's go back. There was also like, <laughs> it was like, if we really simplified it down for them, it was a buoyant tech market. They were doing great. They could pay what they wanted. Uh, COVID happened and they, they needed talent. So let's go, okay, we'll be really market leading. Now they've gone like everyone else. Hey, things are a bit tighter now. Rates, all of that, all the macroeconomic factors. Yeah. Ooh, hey, we don't need as many people. Okay, that's one. So yep. now we can be a bit more selective. Yeah. How we can wind back some of these approaches. So the idea of ramping up and winding back—that's not unusual. But I just I think that there's something in here about um, you know basically making policies that were a bit you know when you want to unwind them you take the stick out first. Yeah. Is what it feels like opposed to like you say. How do we redesign work in a slightly less chaotic time now, no, which is because, where we are? Because, it, because the leader's conversation can yeah. be really efficient. Yep. I'm in charge. I'm going to tell you what to do. You're not going it's to do harder. it because you're free <laughs> yeah. and not a slave. But yeah. that's the theory. I quickly tell you what to do so everyone can do what they're told to do. Yeah. But the, what you really have to do is sit down and go, okay, what's the work we're doing? Yeah. How do you want to design it? What yep. works for you? What works for me? What works for the organization? What works for our clients and customers? And we're talking to people about this now, right? And it was out in the Financial Review. Obviously, we, we love that newspaper. It's so wonderful. No. <laughs> it's, a, it's another data source. But what was interesting in it yesterday was a table that was in there. Yes. Uh, of, there was... of, of sort of top companies like ASX Top 20, I think it was, yes. broadly. And but, some of them, with yeah. high integrity, telling you actually what's happening. Yes, being like, we would like people, the work pattern to look like this. This yes. is what we've gone out and said nice. at the highest levels. This is what it is, and yep. there's a gap. Working hard. And we're trying, you know, and we're trying. That's cool. Others were like, we get exactly what we ask for. And you go, really? That's curious <laughs> to me when you've got so many people. Yes. Wow, I yes. don't believe you. And, and others that were like, we don't have the data, or it's so bad we're not willing to report and, it. And, Read it as you will. And quite, yeah, and quite <laughs> aside from their input into a table in the Fin Review, I would challenge the integrity of a couple of those companies on 100%. totally different factors. Many other factors. <laughs> I think like our, our broad thing here is carrots work better than sticks. Get people involved. It's harder than that one sentence from your boss. Yeah, more and sustainable. What did we say in the chaos about work design? We said you need to co-curate it with people. And I think that has held through the chaos. Yes. And now into a little bit calmer waters. Yes. Use it. Talk to people. And the organisations that we work right back when to say, let's co-curate this in a way that will work for our customers, clients, team, yep. suppliers, everybody, yep. are now sustainably moving through Correct. that with small tweaks. Yep. The ones that went, it's a revolution, let's all work in the lounge room. Yep. And now going, ah, not the lounge room, we'll come back to the office. But it doesn't work like that. Like, you've really got to be much more thoughtful. You've got to be smarter. Yeah. I want to talk about the last one, which is good news. And this will sound funny, but the good news is we had a king's birthday holiday in many of the Aussie states, not all of them. That's not the good news part of it. No one really, well, not many people. It Probably no one cares. Totally random holiday too, because it's actually not been on a monarch's birthday for at least four monarchs. No. I, That's right. I look back to four and they all had different birthdays and I'm like, okay, I'm not going back. So they picked birthday. a day, they kept it. It <laughs> did blow my mind that the king and queen could have the same birthday and get it, that none of them was born in June. England doesn't celebrate. Like every part you look at, whatever, it was nice to have a day off. Yeah, and actually, and the, the weather fact, was nice. The fact that England doesn't celebrate it either, we just randomly picked this day that was some old coronation day from hundreds of years ago. Sure, I don't know where it comes but from. But we just coronated this dude and it's not the day. So anyway. The good news that we'll take from all of that 
is that there was gender parity, I think a little bit better, actually. There was. Um, there for was. the King's Birthday Honours List in 2023. Yes. Which is pretty cool. There's amazing work done by women in Australia across all the areas of service that, that um, those awards go to at those four different levels. Yes. Um, that's pretty cool. We can acknowledge First that. First time yeah. ever. First time ever. Since they started in 1975. Yep. The Orders of Australia, first time ever that they've been gender equal. That is a good news story. Credit Whatever to, day the 12th of June is. <laughs> but the credit to Shelley Rays and her team. Shelley Rays is yep. the chair of the Order of Australia at the moment. Oh, cool. And I think they've worked hard. And it's not just about them picking people, but it's also about the nomination process. Mm. And that's taken a number of years to say, if you know someone who's doing phenomenal volunteering in your community or phenomenal mm. effort, in science or research, whatever it happens to be, mm. nominate them, put them forward mm. as the best of Australia. And um, their nomination process, that pipeline, has now led to a place where they could select worthy recipients mm-hmm. um, to say, wow, good job at being a role model for the rest of us. It, it was would, lovely. It would have been sad. I'm glad Shelley's on that and all the other people. That is wonderful. And that the king's not sitting there on his birthday picking through the list. That's good to know. Yes, it's really cool. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. Um, awesome. That is the end of the podcast. What do we say at the end? Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And keep, keep listening, listening to yourself, to intuition, to each other, and to what's going on. Because I think we are, as we've said so many times lately, this is a moment in time where the chaotic rethink of work is now coming into a much more planful and thoughtful approach about how yeah. it should work. There's so many things that are chaotic and overwhelming, but if we just hang on to the fact that We've got to find better paths through this. I think it'll be great. Thanks for having me. Bye.